Hello everyone, welcome to Podmas day 12. I cannot believe it, we are halfway done with Podmas. If you were here yesterday, you should know that what we were talking about is the power of thumbnails. Now today I wanna touch a new subject and that is going to be the big question that so many people seem to have is, how do I start getting free product? When do I get free products sent to me? How do I get onto PR lists? So I wanna talk a little bit about this particular subject and some experiences that I've had and some successes that I've had. Now, I want to preemptively put this out there that for you to be doing this, to be an influencer means you need to have some influence. And what I mean by that is it needs to be beneficial to both you and a brand why they would be sending you products or giving you an affiliate discount or giving you, you know, money for a video. And we will talk about that in later episodes about, you know, how do you price what you're worth and how do you go back and forth and negotiate a little bit with some of these companies or brands or and what not to get paid. But today I wanna focus on what seems to pop up in almost every Facebook group that I start to see a lot. It's how do I get on PR list? How do I get free product? And you may not like my answer and you may not wanna do it and that's fine. I'm just giving you the information and you can do with that what you will. And I know that for probably 90% of you, you won't do this or you'll do this for a day and then you'll stop. And then you'll wonder you know, why you didn't get something. And this could be a determining factor why that is. So let's just get into it. So I wanna tell you a little story. I had a beauty channel um, and for a while I was making a lot of beauty videos as well as my tech content on my main channel. And I know that it was super confusing for a lot of my viewers and I'm still handling the repercussions of that. And I still waffle all the time about, was it the right choice? Should I have left my channel a variety channel, which I know wasn't good for my channel, but you know, I miss some of that content being on my main channel instead of on a secondary beauty channel. I think some of the people miss it. I go back and forth on this all the time. So, but that's, that's a whole other tangent. I don't want to go down right this moment. I want to focus on I was doing a series, it was called Foundation Friday First Impressions, and basically the story behind that is, and if you wanna see it, there's actually a blog post on my website, which if you wanna check it out, I will link it in the show notes here about why I started Foundation Friday. You know, just the real truth and reasons behind that. It wasn't just so I could go off and like flex about like how much money I had to go buy cosmetics every week. It started from a real place of almost desperation and need where I was always so ashamed that I'm supposed to be, you know, into makeup and I can buy makeup, but I can never seem to get a foundation that actually seems to match my skin. I don't know what it is. I've tried the custom blended foundations from Lancome you know, and if it's not the perfect color, then it's not the perfect finish. It needs to be a combination of all the things. I'm sure you guys understand the whole Goldilocks, like it needs to be just right. And I've never found one that is so great that is just right. And I'm still searching. And what I was trying to do, I was trying to document my process of what I was going through, the struggles I was finding in trying to 
come up with a perfect shade match for myself. And I know this sounds like just completely like a first world problem, but I have to tell you, it's been years, if not, you know, decades of seeing pictures and being like, wow, that's just not even close. You know, it's, it's too light. It's too dark. I don't know what I'm doing. Am I matching my chest? Am I matching the inside of my wrist? Am I matching my neck? You know, just all of this. Why is this not working for me? Everyone else, it seems to look so great on, but it just wasn't working for me. And so I decided that I would document it and I would put on foundation and I would try it, you know, where they say you do it with a beauty sponge on one side, you do it with a brush on the other side and you see, does one side look different or better than the other? What do I think about the finish or the coverage or the color? You know, was I even close? And so I started and I was probably about 20 episodes into this series and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to like drive me (laughs) into the poorhouse because even though some of the foundations were like, let's say five or $6, the next one was $70, you know? So they average out, it's expensive. And when you're putting out new content every week, it gets expensive. And the truth is I wasn't making, I'm still not making very much money off of my YouTube channel. You know, it takes three or more months for me to get to that $100 AdSense payout just so I can get money. So it it barely would cover even the foundations that I spent, let alone all of the money that it cost me, you know, for editing or equipment or lighting or the camera. So I don't want anyone to think that I'm just making all of this money because I never made any money on those videos. And so I started thinking to myself, you know, I'm making enough videos now. I wonder if I were to approach some of these makeup companies, if they would be willing to send me a foundation so that I could review it on my channel. I'm already making this content. I might as well reach out to these companies and ask if they would be willing to send me something. So here's what I did. I went on to Sephora and then I went on to Ulta and then I looked for foundations and I went through every foundation like manufacturer or company and you can sort them and I looked at every single one of them, and then I went and I followed every single company on Instagram, and then I started sending private messages, you know, when you slide into those DMs, which is apparently a thing, and I went to every single one of them, and I wrote a tailored letter. I said, my name is Shelly. I have a YouTube channel called Shelly Saves the Day. I make a foundation series video every week where I test foundations. And I was wondering if you would send me a bottle of blank, insert name of foundation from said company for me to review on my channel. If this would interest you, here's a copy of my playlist and you can see my style of videos. I would love to hear from you and work with you. And then I would sign off, you know, my name, Shelly. I did this for more than 100 companies and each letter was individualized to that company with the specific name of a foundation that I wanted to try. So if a company makes four foundations, I chose the one that I would like to try the most. And then I said, can I try this foundation? And here's what happened. Oh, and not only that, when you try and send that many DMs, you will get like put in Instagram, like timeout. It will basically say, you've sent too many DMs, you need to stop. So you can send like five, let's say, and then they shut you off for a while. And then you have to wait an hour, was about the magical time for it to reset. Then you could go back in 
and send some more messages until you got timed out again. <laughs> and so I did this. It took me a period of three days, um, you know, going in every hour or so and then doing five or so at a time. It took me three days to contact about 105 companies. The response that I got, I was expecting all of them to ignore me or say no or blow me off or whatever else it was. I am not at the size where I was saying I needed them to pay me for a post. I was just asking for a bottle of their foundation for a review. That's it. And when I did this, um, amazingly enough, I mean, there were a couple that sent me to their PR uh, email, you know, and said, oh, please reach out to info at blankcompany.com or something like that. Or this is the person who handles all of our PR and influencer type things. And so sometimes those DMs resulted in a email forward. And so I would get that email and I would copy the same type of message and I would send it to the person at the email address that they gave. And then I would always go back into the DMs and say, thank you so much blank for the information. I have forwarded an email to that address. It doesn't seem like it's necessary to follow up in a DM like that where they're basically telling you to buzz off, but I still think it's important to do that. Kind of closes the loop and I think that it's good to do this type of stuff, okay? So now I've got a couple of emails out there to companies. I've got 107 DMs out there to these companies. Now I start getting responses back. There are some that have never to this day responded back to me and that's totally okay. I'm sure they are inundated with thousands upon thousands of messages, probably not only per day, but who knows per hour, if goodness knows they're large enough. But here's the thing. Seven of them said, yes. I repeat, I sent out over a hundred. I got seven yeses. And in the like numbers game, right? You could say 7%, let's say 7% is a dang good return on investment when it cost me nothing to send out these messages except for my time, which I was already spending browsing the makeup website, looking at their stuff anyway, right? So here's the thing is I started getting emails or um, DMs back from some of the companies saying, you know what? That sounds interesting. Sure. I'll send you a bottle. Where should I mail it? It was as simple as that. I sent them a message with my mailing address and some of them mailed me stuff. Some of them didn't, um, you know, and who knows what happened there, but at least I got a response. It's not a big deal. So I ended up doing a few videos with products that I got from Instagram DMing. And here's the thing. One of them sent me their foundation and they turned out to be a skincare company. And then they ended up sending me some skincare as well because they ended up liking the foundation video that I did even though it wasn't the most complimentary about their said product. And they said, hey, I know that you do makeup, but I saw that sometimes you do skincare as well. Would it be okay if we sent you some stuff in our skincare line? And I was like, yep, you betcha, it's okay. And so that's how that came to be. And that's how I ended up getting some skincare items for free. And I think it's really important that it's okay that just because you got a product for free that you still iterate and that you're going to be honest about the review and opinion that you're going to give. And I think that gives credibility to both you and the brand and to your viewer. So when I came out and I said I didn't really like the foundation that much, they were almost apologetic about it, sent me some skincare and said, hope this works out better for you. That's a pretty cool company right there. But one of the companies that I want to talk about, one of them that I reached out to, <laughs> it was Wander Beauty. And Wander Beauty was a little bit smaller than it is now. 
and I have to tell you, they were so nice to me and they did not ask me about my follower size. I didn't have many. I was under a thousand subscribers at this point. In fact, I was under 800 subscribers at the point that I was starting to send these messages. You know, these videos are only getting, if I'm lucky, a hundred views or something like that, but these companies were still willing to send me product. They probably have a budget for PR and, you know, for influencers. And the fact that all I was asking for was the product itself and nothing else, and they got some free advertising and a whole YouTube video about it, yeah, why not? Let's send it out to her, right? At least that's what I would be thinking if I were a PR person. But one of the companies that I reached out to, it was Wander Beauty, and I ended up getting a foundation from them, and it was a stick foundation. And it was actually really good. I really enjoyed it. And here's one of the things that I think is really important that you want to do for a company. When I got that email from them, and of course, I was super excited and appreciative, you still have to be professional, right? So I was saying, thank you so much for letting me, um, you know, try out this product. I will send you a follow-up email letting you know that I received it. And I did. I did do this. And then I said, I will send you another email after that with the link to the YouTube video and because I was putting it out on Facebook and the link to the Facebook video. And I'm going to let you know when I'm publishing it. And I would love for you to have an opinion and give it back to me and talk to me about anything that you saw in the video. And you leave that invitation open and up. But I think it's like this eye-awakening thing to get an email from an influencer that says, your video is going to be published at this address at 9 a.m. on Sunday, blank, blank, and, you know, I'd love to hear your feedback on it. And I sent an email, you know, a follow-up, thank you so much, I really enjoyed it, and guess what they did later when I saw on Instagram that they had a powder foundation. I was like, hey, you know what, it worked once, I'm going to see if they would be willing to do this again. I reached out to them again by Instagram and email and I said, hey, I saw that you guys have a powder foundation and I did a review on that last foundation. If it's possible, would you guys be willing to send me another foundation, the powder one, so I could try it and put it on my channel? And they said yes. And it was amazing. And I didn't necessarily expect them to say yes. And they've been so nice. And because of the relationship that I formed with them, they actually ended up also putting me on their list of, I guess, maybe PR influencer type people because every once in a while, I will get a package from them and they'll be letting me know about some of their newest skincare launches and some of their makeup items. And they've always been so nice to me. And then I went to Gen Beauty in New York and I was at a dinner from Julia Salvia. And I'm going to talk to you guys about Gen Beauty, VidCon, VidSummit, other networking events that you can go to and why I think it's a good idea to do it. And I was at the dinner and someone at the dinner um, introduced herself to me because we were just sitting next to each other. And I said, oh, hi, I'm Shelly. And she says, oh, hi, I'm blank. And, you know, we were kind of talking about, oh, do you have a channel? And she's like, oh, no, I'm actually part of a brand. And I said, oh, cool. What brand are you with? And she said, I'm with Wander Beauty. And I was like, oh, my God, no, no. I just have to let you guys know that it is so cool to put a face with a name because you guys were one of the nicest, sweetest companies to me and I so appreciate it and you guys are top of mind for me and I just have to take a minute to say thank you. And she's like, "What? wait, what's your name? And I gave her my card and she's like, oh my God, no, we totally know you. We totally have talked about you. You're so great to work with and how good does that make you feel in the moment when a company is like, we love working with you, 
you know, you're so professional or you always let us know what's going on. And, you know, we're always going to make sure that you get sent out some of our products because we just enjoy working with you. I mean, that kind of stuff just warms your heart and just makes you feel good to your core. And something like that also happened when I met someone from, this is a whole other tangent. I'm sorry. I'm just going to get into it. I met someone from Ava NYC. I messaged her and they had sent me out some product and they actually ended up asking me to do a giveaway um, collaboration with them while they were celebrating the launch of their product in a new store. And I was super excited about it. And I said, is it okay if it's on my secondary beauty channel now? I'm starting to separate them. They didn't care that it only has, you know, 150 subscribers. They were happy about it. And they were so nice. And they mailed out the package to the winner. The communication was so easy. And, you know, I, again, emailed her. I'm like, here's the link. Here's the winner's address. Here's kind of the numbers of, of what the breakdown was of how many people entered the contest. And I just want you to know I really appreciate working with you. And I got to meet her in person, the social media person, at... Gen Beauty again and I got to finally like hug her and be face to face with her and it was amazing and then when I went to the Instagram and I said hey is this blank from Ava NYC and she's like no this is someone else and I run the social and I said oh, okay well tell blank that it was so great to meet her at Gen Beauty face to face and I'm just so excited about everything you guys are doing and I love working with you and then they're like no we love working with you I said your name in the office and we all kind of popped up and we're like we love Shelly and I was like oh my god these are my people the people that like I love working with nice brands and you can form these relationships. And here's the thing is if that person ever leaves that company and goes someplace else, I bet you she'll probably still keep my information and then send me products from the new company that she's going. In fact, that has happened to me with another company and this is all because of relationships and this is because I met someone at Gen Beauty in San Francisco and we kept in contact and you know, we communicate through Instagram and she would sometimes send me products. She was my very first ever PR package and it was from Sue Skincare and they never asked me once how big my following was. I never cared how expensive or you know cheap their products were. I just wanted to talk to the people and then try out the products and I loved them loved them genuinely and so i've put them i've tried to put them in in some of my videos in creative ways like i put them in a video about how to edit in picmonkey like tried to put a beauty product in the middle of this video to like showcase it in a different way or you know i've i talk about them in my empties about how much i appreciate their products and them as people and it's just so amazing when you see these relationships come full circle and came down to when I saw her in New York and she was saying she was going to be moving on to like their sister company but she ended up sending me some products from her sister company just because you know she likes me as a person and the relationship that we've built and that is what it's about so if you can just start thinking about these relationships not always about what you can get out of people but about how can it could be mutually beneficial and I know that I've probably <laughs> either confused or turned off most of you um, listening to this at this point, but I want to say how you're going to make that pitch for the brand. You need to do the math for them, okay? At the beginning, they don't know you. It's not a relationship. It's about math or numbers. So you can say something like, I noticed that your demographic is X. It's the same demographic that I have. And I think that if I showcased your product on my Instagram or on my YouTube or on my Facebook, that I could drive sales for you. 
of this product. Would you guys be willing to send me some so that I can make a video, a dedicated video about this on my channel? And they're going to probably look at the numbers or look at the size of your audience and say, this is worth it, or maybe not quite worth it. And if it is worth it to them, you could also look for other ways to make money. Like you could get an affiliate code with them so that if people buy that product, maybe you end up getting a small percentage commission from it, something like that. But I would go out there and personally ask the people for specific products. I never like to say something like, could I get on your PR list? Cause that's just, that's a big no. That's so tacky. I would never do that. But if there's something of theirs that you love, I think it's fine to tell them there's something like if Fresh ever watched any of my videos, they would know I am obsessed with their lip treatment stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. I have it in so many different colors. And so if they ever, you know, saw that and reached out or something and said, oh, do you ever want to try some of our new like lip fresh dream, you know, pink cloud lip stuff, I would, I would be like just over the moon. I'd be like, oh my God, yes. Uh, <laughs> that's how much I love those lip products. But I'm saying there is a certain math equation for some of these companies that you're going to have to do. And, you know, if you're smaller, I wouldn't be reaching out maybe to Maybelline and Revlon and Marc Jacobs Beauty. You know, I might be reaching out to some of these smaller independent uh, companies that maybe don't have huge budgets for influencers that really believe in a micro influencer, kind of like up and coming grassroots type of thing. And really, the relationships start in the DMs and in the emails and you need to be polite and you need to be professional and you need to say when the video is going to come out or what they can expect from you, like three different posts or a carousel or a whole bunch of stories where your average viewership is blank hundreds of people on each of your stories. And, you know, maybe you show them some insights or something like that that you've done with previous companies, whatever it is, and then ask specifically for something, right? Is it one face wash from them? Is it like whatever? Let them come back with, oh, is there anything else that you want to try? Yeah, you know, let let them say something like that. But for you, if all you really want to try is, you know, their foundation or just their highlighter or whatever it is, I don't think it's a bad thing to just say, hey, what I'm interested in most is that highlighter. I'd really love to do a side-by-side -side comparison of this and you know, something else, or maybe they don't want to have a direct competitor. So you come up with more creative ways, right? And if you say like, I'd like to try this highlighter and I'm going to feature it as a post in my Instagram as well as I'm going to include it in my whatever video um, and in a haul video and an unboxing, then, you know, let them do the math on if that makes sense for them. But if you're very specific in your ask, I think that is going to help you a lot. That was a very long winded set of stories. I hope it gives you some ideas of how to slide into those DMs and what to put into that message. The same thing applies to when you're going to be exchanging emails with someone on their team. I don't think it's ever, I'm just gonna say this because it, it should be one of those things you don't have to say, but I'm gonna say it just for good measure. Don't ever be rude. If they say no, at least they responded. Half the people don't even respond, more than half, 85% of the people don't even respond, right? If they say, no, you're not big enough at this time, you know what they're looking for. They're looking for more influence. And so if you think about that, you're not any worse off than where you are before, but at least you've registered interest at some point, you know, and they go back later in their Instagram DMs one day when you bl blow up, they're going to see, oh, that person has reached out to us before. There's a history there or whatever else it is. 
never be rude. That's all I can say, right? It's not their fault that they only have a certain amount of budget, that they only can talk to a certain amount of influencers and give enough product away. That's not their fault. You can control though how polite you are and you know how professional you are. So make sure that if you're not feeling something, you tell them, but in a polite way, in a professional way. And if you are in their good graces enough to start getting product and all that stuff for free, you have to show appreciation. You have to let them know what to expect from you because I think there's probably nothing worse for them than taking a chance on some smaller influencer, sending them $100 worth of product and never hearing from that person again. I think more than anything, they'd be like, oh, that person's never getting anything from us again. You know what I mean? If they remember you at all. So I think it's always nicer to be nice than it is to go out there and be a diva. That's just personal advice that I'm giving you. Take that for what you will. And that's going to wrap it up for today's Podmas episode. And make sure you tune in tomorrow and we will be back at it for day 13. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. That's going to wrap it up for today's Podmas episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed our time together, I would love it if you gave a five-star review on whatever listening platform you are tuning in from. I do not take our time together for granted. I know you could be anywhere and listening to anyone and you chose to spend your time with me and I really appreciate that. I will see you in a Podmas episode very soon. Thanks guys. Bye.